The Holy Gospel according to John, the first chapter. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came into being through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, but his own people did not accept him. But to all who received him, who believed in his name, he, became, he gave power to become children of God, who were born not of blood or of the will of the flesh or the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and lived among us, and we have seen his glory, the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. This is the gospel of the Lord. You may be seated. God's beloved people, grace and peace to you this day from God, our Creator, and from our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Each one of us here today has a birth story, a narrative about how we came into the world. And because we are all mammals and all homo sapiens, our stories have quite a bit in common. But it is the particularities of our birth stories that make them interesting. Did our birth take place at home or in a hospital or in a taxi cab? Were we delivered by a doctor or a midwife or a firefighter? Did we come out screaming? Did we have a lot of hair? How much did we weigh? Some of us have adoption stories um, in addition to our birth stories, an extra dimension of details about how we came to be members of a particular family. The scripture readings from Genesis 1 and John 1 are birth stories of a kind. They start with the same words, in the beginning. In the beginning when God created the heavens and the earth. In the beginning there was the word. These are origin stories, tales of the beginning. When I hear them, I can imagine a group of people gathered around a fire or around a dinner table, listening to stories that have been handed down through the generations, stories that help people understand their identity and their place in the world. The Genesis story we heard this morning is so well known, which is a good thing, but it's also a liability. We know the word so well that it's tempting to kind of space out as they roll by, to not really listen. In a lilting liturgical rhythm, God speaks the world into being. Let there be light, and there was light. Each day, God imagines new things, and in a burst of creativity, brings them into being. I used to read this story uh, for kindergarten chapel each year in one of my former congregations, 
And after each burst of creativity, the kids would clap and cheer for God. Good job, God. Thank you for the sun. Good job, God. Thank you for the fish and the birds. Young children are properly impressed with this story. They don't have any of that fake faith versus science baggage attached to it. Like our ancestors, they are not concerned about whether it's really true, as if truth and fact are the same thing. I love writer Debbie Thomas's reflection on this passage. She writes, If we in the postmodern world struggle to see truth in these stories, it is not because scripture is lying. It is because our post-enlightenment imaginations are impoverished. To call the creation story true is not to quibble with science. It is to probe deeper than any scientific endeavor can take us. It is to acknowledge who we truly are and where we really come from. It is to affirm by faith the reality of a good God, a good world, and a beloved humanity. This is what continues to call me back to these creation stories. In them, I glimpse the character of God, and I find out about my people, the faith tradition from which I come. I find out who I am and what I am made for. There are a few particularities in this story that catch my attention each time I hear it. For one, I notice that the storyteller has a Hebrew imagination. The days begin at sundown rather than sunrise. There was evening and there was morning the first day. This is not just a generic birth of creation story. This is a Jewish story. And I notice that this story was told by people with a deep connection to the land and its fertility. It was only a few years ago that I paid attention to how much attention this story gives the lowly little seed. Listen again. Let the earth put forth vegetation, plants yielding seed, and fruit trees of every kind on earth that bear fruit with the seed in it. And so it was. The earth brought forth vegetation, plants yielding seed of every kind, and trees of every kind bearing fruit with the seed in it. That's a lot of verbiage given to tiny little seeds. But for farmers, it's not just the crop that matters. It's the crop's ability to generate more crop. The wonder of God's creation through the eyes of a farmer is how generative it is. Creation is a gift that keeps on giving, keeps on providing and nourishing and sustaining life. But the detail that stands out most for me in this story is the way that God delights in what God makes. Tov, God calls out, good, very good. Like my clapping kindergartners, God takes pleasure in the physical world, in the material stuff of creation. This detail stands in stark contrast to many other origin stories of the ancient Near East. Israel's neighbors told stories in which the physical world was understood as a mistake or the manifestation of some evil force. 
The job of the human then is to overcome our material state in favor of some pure spiritual existence. This is not the Hebrew story. The world of rocks and trees and mountains and seas, of creaturely bodies in all shapes and sizes, this world is good, God declares. It is called into being by the word of God and blessed by the ongoing wisdom and presence of God. It is the place where God dwells, where God lives and moves and has being. In this first story in the Bible, we find a truth that will run through all of the pages of Scripture. The truth that we were made for relationship. Relationship with each other, with God, with the land, with all that God has made. It's interesting. Contemporary scientists tell us that we are connected to all of creation. We are made of similar stuff. Our origin and our destiny are intertwined. The Bible tells us that same story with a different lens. God made us all for each other. We were created in relationship for relationship. So it makes sense to me that the writer of John's Gospel begins his story not with the birth of Jesus, but back at the beginning of creation. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The story of Jesus' life, death, and resurrection isn't a one-time historical transaction between God and humanity. It is the story of God's ongoing faithfulness to God's beloved creation. In Jesus, we see that in spite of our failure to live according to God's wisdom and intention, God does not reject or abandon that which has been made in love. Instead, God continues to draw near. God enters in. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, full of grace and truth. Like the seed deep inside the plant, Christ dwelling with us and in us brings new life, not just once, but time and time again, as we die to sin and are raised to a new creation. This is God's ongoing work of creation and redemption. God's ongoing work of crafting a people and a place that are made for each other, who reflect the goodness of God, who delight in being the people of God. This is our birth story. This is where we come from and why we are here, our identity and our purpose. May we take delight this day in being the people of God, crafted in God's image, grafted onto Christ. May our lives reflect God's goodness and grace. Thanks be to God. Amen. We sing together, and if you have a prayer card, just raise those up, and the ushers will gather them. <laughs>